leadership in cybersecurity isn't just about understanding threats. It's about leading a team to navigate them with confidence. At CPF Coaching LLC, we specialize in taking your leadership skills to the next level. With over 15 years in the cybersecurity field, we empower professionals and startups to reach unprecedented heights. Imagine having a personalized coaching experience tailored to your unique career ambitions. From strategic planning to masterful pitch and interview preparations, we're here to guide you through every challenge. Join us for our unique value proposition workshops or dive into our vibrant learning community for continuous skill advancement. Don't just be a part of the industry. Redefine it. Visit cpfcoaching.com for more information. Discover the leader within. Contact CPF Coaching LLC today and schedule your strategic session. Hey, security peeps. We are live with another edition of Breaking Into Cybersecurity. And I am Renee Small, cybersecurity super recruiter, uh, helping amazing cybersecurity folks get into opportunities and helping leaders hire great talent. I am here with an awesome, awesome, awesome individual, Justin Jones. Justin and I have been trying to make something like this happen for years. When Justin had his own his own show going on, and it was so it was much more difficult because my kids were small. They're still small, but they were smaller, and it was tricky on the weekends. Um, so super excited to have Justin on here with us today going through, talking about all that he's done. He's a veteran. He's helped a numerous amounts of people uh, break into the industry, the transition from the military into the industry. He hosts and he's founded this awesome LinkedIn job search thing that he does every couple weekends where one is for clear professionals, one is for unclear professionals. So Justin, why don't you just jump in and talk about yourself, talk about all the amazing things that you've been doing, and then we can get started. Awesome. Thank you for that introduction, by the way. The um, Yeah, so started a couple of years ago. I, I had a knee-jerk reaction of, hey, I need a job uh, here soon, right? Um, I think a lot of veterans have the same piece, right? So, um, so I jumped on LinkedIn. I was like, hey, what do I need to do? I was new to it, right? I didn't know. I've never needed a new job for almost 12, 13 years at that point, right? So I said, all right, well, LinkedIn will connect me with people. So by virtue, I said, hey, let me connect with recruiters. Well, as I was doing that, I started thinking, I was like, but what I want, what do I want to be doing, right? So as I'm going through that process, I said, okay, well, let me link up with CEOs, CTOs, CIOs, uh, industry leaders, you know, you name it, the A to Z help desk all the way to the senior leadership, right? So and then I started looking and I said, okay, how did this person get to here, right? If someone else has already laid the foundation, why am I remaking a road, right? If you've already built me the car, give me the keys and let me drive away, right? That Then that's how I looked at it, right? So over time, I, I kept on building hundreds, if not thousands of people over months, right? And then... Once I left the military, I said, hey, I need to give back. So I have this huge resource of roughly 30,000 connections. And uh, just recently, I got banned uh, momentarily uh, for uh, accepting too many invites. Uh, so I, I got to get in touch with LinkedIn and say, hey, I'm just trying to help people, right? Yeah, um, that's what I told them. I, mean, yeah. I updated my post like, hey, LinkedIn, <laughs> Justin is not a bot. Justin yeah. is trying to I help can, I can manually review a lot of stuff really fast. I'm just... I, if they want to pay me to do it, I'll, I'll do it too. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, uh, but yeah, so that, that's kind of how, how I looked at it. Right. Is, uh, so whenever I engage with someone on LinkedIn, uh, through private messaging, through, uh, posts, things of that nature, 
I, I put myself in their shoes and say, all right, I'm at that point in my in my career. Um, I'm transitioning out of the military. I'm already out, and I'm looking to you know excel to the next job or do a lateral move or just get into the whole cybersecurity IT realm, right? So I say, okay, if if I'm sitting there, what am I missing, right? So I think what happens a uh, majority of the time with people looking for jobs is they don't know what they're missing, right? You don't know what what you're missing until you find it, right? So what, what I'm going to go into is a, a lot of in-depth, like actual information that people will really, really be able to use. Um, so basically, it will go into, hey, here's some um, job titles, right? So you say cybersecurity, what does that mean, right? That's hundreds of positions. So I think what another thing is uh, the education programs, you know, you get a bachelor's, master's, uh, whatever it is you have, uh, certifications. A lot of people don't really give you that knowledge to say, hey, this is what this leads to, right? It's, hey, you're in the cybersecurity field. Okay. You know, are you a reverse engineer? Are you a policy writer? What exactly does that mean, right? So that, that's what's kind of frustrating when people uh, just use that as a generic cybersecurity uh, method. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to share your LinkedIn post real quick. <laughs> Right, right. Absolutely. Sorry, I was I was muted for a second. No, Justin, I think that what you did by, um, you know, doing it for yourself and then giving back to the community is just so, so, so very important. And I know that there tends to be, I've spoken at a number of um, veteran transition events um, and TAP meetings, and just that transition from you know, the military into the civilian world can definitely be intimidating or, you know, and, and what I've seen is that there's so, so much talent, so many amazing individuals who are putting their lives on the line for us, for civilians, and it should really be a simpler process. Um, and the folks that I've interacted with have never been more like the hardest, hardest working people I've ever met have been veterans. So I am super excited to help out. I told Justin, we because we started late, we may have to end kind of relatively short, depending on how rogue my kids get. So I already uh, twisted his arm into coming back next Saturday <laughs> if we don't get to get through a lot this Saturday. So Justin, I think we should just jump in at this point, right? So we're gonna share your screen add this up here and I will let you run with this. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you, Renee. Um, so like, like I was saying uh, in, in the original uh, start, if you don't know how to get to where you want to go, it, it kind of defeats the purpose of where you're going. Right. So one of the things that I share probably weekly, if not uh, daily to uh, a lot of candidates is the cybersecurity career pathway. Now I'm just going to go over this real briefly, a few seconds. Right. But basically it's, says, hey, if I want to get to here, what do I do before, right? So I want to be the cybersecurity analyst. What is some jobs that feed into that, right? So you have cybersecurity technician, cybercrime investigator, and it's an analyst responder. What's even better about this site, though, that I really, really enjoy is it gives you the certifications that are typically requested on actual uh, job postings. So when you find a cybersecurity analyst for job posting, a good chance these certs will show up. Same with uh, a vulnerability tester. Um, you have different certifications that will uh, 
be brought up, right? And then going forward, another good uh, thing that I was saying, the titles that people should look out for. So Cybersecurity Magazine made this great article and said, hey, 3.5 million people vacant seats, right, uh, in the next year. Well, if that's the case, okay, well, let's fill them, right? And that's how I look at it. So with that, it gives you a huge list of potential uh, job titles that you can go into. So you, are you a mobile security engineer? Are you an IT director? Are you a malware analyst? I mean, there's just so much information and so many different uh, job options inside the field, right? And then we go into uh, the NICE. Well, so Justin, before, nice. yep. before yep. you go jump ahead. over, can you go back to that article? I'm definitely yep. taking all these links. I'm going to copy them because I think this is amazing. Um, and Cybercrime Magazine is so cool because it shares this, but just just the point that you made here or the point that they made, 3.5 million unfilled cybersecurity jobs, enough to fill 50 NFL stadiums. Yes, yep. Even the new LA uh, Ram stadium. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay, go ahead. Keep yep. going. No worries. Um, so yeah, so then going into the National in Initiative for Cybersecurity Careers and Studies. So this is the government pushing this whole cybersecurity, trying to get people into the, this field, right? So uh, just real briefly, this just goes over what categories, uh, specialty areas, what the work role is, and work definition. So I'll just go into like risk management. So security control assessor, and then it says this is what you typically will be doing, right? That's a broad overview, not too helpful, but at least get you kind of in, in a ballpark. Same thing with uh, it again, right? So now you actually have a pathway tool, right? So this is going into the website, right? So home, workforce development, cyber pathway. Now here's where it's interesting. So you can decide. So I clicked on IT and you can actually de decide which one you want to go into. So you can be a program auditor, right? And it will give you details, what other, uh, what overlaps with it, what, what you're tasking with, uh, what knowledge you're needing, things of that nature, right? So this is just a brief overview of what this site does, right? So Justin, I have a quick question for you. Yep. Um, I was on with Cybrary this late last week and they talked about assessment tools. I believe they have one. Are there any assessment tools that you use? And I don't know if, if, if uh, this website has any, because what if a person doesn't know what they want to do? Is so I'm I'm gonna get more yeah so a couple more sites so they may have that on here. Um, I want to say that they do have some because they have like the whole workforce development so they have cybersecurity resources, careers, pathway tools, uh, how to map it, all that. So if they if they click on those workforce development, a uh, good chance one of these links will give them that uh, ability. Awesome. Um, and then going to the next site so this is going a little bit more into the jobs that we're about to get into um but same thing right so what i want to really point out with this site and with every site um is okay we're going to explore cybersecurity job opportunities this is why you joined th this conversation right so um what you want to see always is what is it being pr uh provided by right so if you know that usa jobs is what's listing this site so literally usa jobs is this site that that's that's what it is right so you can go to usa jobs see the same stuff if you know that you don't really qualify for usa jobs you know security clearances that that nature this site doesn't really give you a lot of stuff so when you go through the site almost all these 
will be security clearance requirements, right? So I could click on almost any of these links. It's going to be uh, um, TS clearance, uh, TSSCI, poly, any of that nature, right? So for a public sector person looking in, this is just more informational tools than uh, actual job hunting tools. This next site, which I hope my host has never seen before. Have you seen this before, Renee? I have not seen this one. So this will be uh, eye-opening, to say the least, right? So I saw this tool a couple of years ago. I keep on forgetting to share it. I'm definitely going to share it today um, and on here, of course, live. Um, so the this is sponsored by the U.S. Department of Labor. So this is a government-sponsored site, right? What's really, really interesting about this site, I'm going to do my occupation just so that it's quick and easy for me. You can go in and say, what are you looking for to be in, right? So I want to be a cyber, inside cybersecurity. So right now I'm an IT project manager. So I, and what's really, really cool, as we were saying, like um, when you're looking for potential jobs and options for jobs, when you, I click that link, besides some of these, you know, police, firefighters or whatever else I will show, financial analysts, there's a lot of jobs that correlate with that job search, right? So information security analysts, security management specialists, computer system analysts. So there's a lot of jobs that align to that, right? So I'll go into my job, right? So IT manager, right? Um, that's what I'm currently doing. This gives you a wide range of options. I mean, it's crazy the amount of, I mean, I could literally stay on this page for a day and probably not go through every single thing. What's really, really cool is sample of reported job titles. So I wanna be an information technology project manager. This is a sample of across multiple websites saying, these are different job titles that different companies use, right? So it might not always be information technology manager. It could be information technology project manager. It could be a wide range. It could be cybersecurity project manager. So when you're doing that search in those di different engines, you need to know that, hey, I need to search for different job titles, right? What's even, even better about this site, right? It breaks down what tasks you're going to be doing, what skills you need, what knowledge you need, um, the abilities, work activities. This has this is what this person is doing, and what type of education they need, uh, work styles, work values, um, median uh, income, and what where do you want to live at? Right. So let's say I want to move to Texas. I'm from Texas. I love. I'm, one day I'm gonna go back to Texas, right? So I say, what is this, uh, the average rate uh, pay range for Texas for this, right? Boom, there it goes, right? So you can do any state, any city. It has a huge breakdown overall for everyone, right? So I, I really highly recommend this tool. And one reason that I really, really recommend it is, like I said, this sample of reported job titles. So let's go back, right? So we did the information security analyst. Um, same thing, right? You can be considered a data security administrator. So I'm on LinkedIn, Indeed, wherever I'm looking for, and I just want to be an information security analyst. That's my job, right? Well, actually, at X company, it's considered data security administrator. Same role, same functions, same everything. At another one, it might be IT security analyst, right? So that's where this, this site is really critical to actually searching for jobs, right? Um, so I really, uh, really, really push this site uh, whenever I do meet people. Do you, is that kind of interesting, Renee, or am I? It's totally interesting. I didn't even know about this one. Or I think 
now that I'm looking at it a little bit closer, I think I saw this ages ago. Yeah. So before I was dealing with cybersecurity people. (laughs) Yeah. But I would say that one way to point people in the right direction is this one net online. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's for any jobs. I mean, whatever you want to be a astronaut, I don't don't know what you want to be. Right. But um, this is a site that allows for that. And like I said, this is it. And what I like, I love seeing this, right? This bright outlook, right? So that means that this is a hot job. Um, it's mm-hmm. a hot job market, all that stuff. Um, now, for the not so good stuff um, for some people. So so let's say you applied, um, you did the searches and all that stuff. And we're about to do the searches live here. I'm going to have some people uh, make some comments. Well, before I get into this, let me, let me go over the comments real quick. If I can make it back over to it. Um, so if you want, I can do a live search for you on here. Uh, tell me uh, city, state, and job title. And I'm going to search uh, two or three websites, search LinkedIn. I'm not only going to sh- give you the uh, job, I'm going to also give you uh, a potential recruiters to link up with. So not only are you applying today, you're also linking up with potential recruiters that you can uh be aligned with and actually be able to go forward uh, with that, right? So before so, I jump in, yeah, go ahead. Uh, no, go ahead, go ahead, Justin, say it so again. So before I go into the, the actual job searching, let's say you did the search and you, you applied to thousands, tens, I don't, you just an enormous amount of positions, right? One thing is, why am I not getting that uh, email back? Why am I not getting a phone call? Why am I not getting a pigeon? I don't know what it is, right? But why am I not getting some information back from that company on, hey, my resume, my application, you know, where I stand, anything like that, right? So uh, Career One Stop, uh, which is another great resource, I would I would bookmark this one also, this CareerOneStop.org. Um, they go kind of into it, right? I don't agree all the way with everything that they have in here, but they kind of give you a. Uh, a baseline of why that uh, you maybe not get into that interview. Um, one thing I hit on is you have to tailor your resume to the job. Don't lie on your resume, tailor your resume. And what I mean by that is there are some aspects of your resume that will not align to that job. And there are keywords in that job posting that you may have, it's just not on your resume. So if I am a recruiter, um, HR, whatever, and I get, one minute to look at your resume and one minute to look at the job posting and I say, all right, this person doesn't align with it. Next, right? You could have been the best candidate ever, right? It just, it was not shown properly on that one piece of paper or two pieces of paper that you were offering, right? So Justin, before you keep going, I just want to, I want to put this in the chat. If anyone wants to be on the hot seat, if you want to come on live, we can actually bring you on live. So if you want to be on live, let me know. And then I will um, send you the live link behind the scenes. But Justin, if they want to put the information up, you need the city, state. What what else do you need? Uh, city, state, um, just a generic job title, cybersecurity analyst, anything of that nature. And I'll take it from there. Um, I'll find the companies. I'll find the recruiters. Um, and I'll, I'll post all that back in the chat uh, for them to actually link up with that recruiter. Yep. Okay. And let me let people know if anybody is interested in coming on live and chatting with Justin, we will do that as well. We can bring you right on so you can do the Q&A with Justin. All right, Justin, it's starting to come in. 
Oh, you want to go through the rest of these, right? Yeah, just real quick. Yeah, okay. two seconds. Yep. So like, like I was saying, so resume needs a, a line to it. Uh, make it look professional, right? If that is the work you want to show that company, have another fresh set of eyes look at it. Ha have just say, hey, here's this job. Here's my resume. You know, out of body experience, however you third party, third party experience, whatever, and say, how does this match to this? Does this candidate meet that? Of course, you're going to say yes, but look at it as someone outside looking at, you know, those two things, right? Um, understand how to sell that resume. And then um, understand how to link up with that, a link up, right, uh, with that. But there's a lot of stuff that's in here um, that goes into uh, different, like, hey, maybe you're, how they said it is you're overqualified or you outprice yourself, things of that nature. I, I, that, I got, that's a little rocky areas that I don't really like getting into. Um, I just, I want to focus on just doing the resume, uh, the job, right? So now um let's see who the first person is that we got um uh we have i think the first person was derek martin uh, Derek. well he said norfolk va norfolk, um, yeah so i don't know exactly so Which i role, got uh, yeah, uh, dennis renock um he wanted senior cybersecurity analysts 100 percent telework so I'll, i'm gonna hit on telework real quick um, it is a very, 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 very hot <laughs> um, area. Um, if you don't have a, a really good foundation, a good background, I'm, and I mean years of, uh, let's say, policy writing, um, analyzing different uh, systems and th that, that, that nature, it's very, very rare that you're going to even get that interview, right? And what I mean by that is if you go on LinkedIn um, and there's some other job sites that you can go on to, that will just show that 3,000 people applied for this job, 800 people. You know, it, it, that's really good with LinkedIn. It will actually tell you how many people have applied. A lot of times it will be, it will say, be one of the first 25 to apply. So good chances that's a smaller pool of uh, candidates, right? So I'm not trying to steer you away from applying. Uh, I just want to caution uh, when you are applying for telework positions, things of that nature. Um, that's a it's a very very competitive uh, uh, environment, right? I would add, Justin. I just want to add. I, I want to double down on that. If I and I don't know, it depends on the the level of experience you have, Dennis. But if you're transitioning or relatively new to the field, um, I would definitely open up this search because, as to Justin's point, it is very very competitive um, for the 100% remote positions. Right now in the middle of COVID, maybe not as much, but um, you know, when this, when when states and cities start to open up more, uh, folks will want people who are coming into the office. Yeah. So, all right, and then um, and another thing with the remote uh, piece, like like Renee uh, hit on, yes, it can be remote now, but three months from now, we're transitioning back to uh, work location. So you might see that as a job description of Atlanta, Georgia, for instance, since we're going to jump into that one here soon, because uh, someone asked about Atlanta, Georgia. Um, you may see that, yes, telework, but there's going to be a blur in there somewhere saying that, yes, it's 100% telework until X date. So they're, yeah. they're expecting that person to be back in the office um, at a certain date. So if you're in Alaska, unless you're willing to travel down to Georgia, um, 
Um, <laughs> I would be really cautious about taking a job, especially if it's only for a few months, right? Right. So uh, Derek did uh, did uh, message back. I, I did see the whole Norfolk VA IT specialist. Okay. Um, so I'm going to say I'm in Derek's shoes, right? So and, we're going to do uh, Derek. Okay, we'll yeah. do Derek and then we'll get back to Dennis. Yeah. So okay. um, the reason why I, um, um, I hit on him, right, uh, a little bit is uh, I see he's in a uniform, right? So military, right? Well, I was an IT one. That doesn't mean a lot to 99% of the world, right? Uh, basically, I was E6 in the Navy, right? Well, he, he might be in the same boat that I was in. I don't know what this public sector, this government sector, anything like that is, right? What's really interesting with it, though, is with just doing a generic IT specialist uh, job requirement, right, on Indeed um, in Norfolk, Virginia, which it seems like that's where he wants to stay at. So that'd be a conversation like, hey, do you want to move, things of that nature, right? He, I might actually find him a job at uh, where I'm currently working at, right? Like, hey, I got a job down in Tampa. Do you want to interview for it? And I could have him an interview Monday, Tuesday, right? So that's what's really cool um, about uh, what I can do uh, for military that are looking for you know jobs in the IT and cybersecurity uh, realm. So, so Justin, if somebody is looking for a role, you personally can potentially have them interviewing at your company. Oh, easily, yeah. So if if you have a clearance, um, if you're in the IT or cybersecurity realm. Send me a message on LinkedIn. I've, I've probably said it millions of times. Um, so Jacobs as a whole has about 70,000 employees. Um, out of that, uh, we have a, uh, normally about a few hundred IT related uh, jobs opening. Germany, Hawaii, um, out in California, Florida, um, Texas, uh, you name it. There's, there's probably some type of Jacobs re uh, requirement, right? Majority of the jobs are um, clearance based. Some aren't. Um, say Houston, Texas, for instance, that's where the corporation's at. Um, that's that's a non-cleared position and things that I need to write. So if I say, hey, I see your resume. It lines up with X job at Jacobs. Uh, do you want that job or do you want it? Well, at least let me back to that. Do you want to interview for that job, right? And they say, yes, I'll reach out to a hiring manager and say, hey, I got a really good candidate. Um, and I see you have this job opening. Do you agree that the, the, this lines up? And if they say, hey, yeah, that looks like it lines up, probably that week, if not the next week, um, that person will probably be getting interviewed uh, with it. So case in point, right? So on Thursday, my uh, uh, recruiter that, that recruits for me uh, messaged me at 1030 saying, hey, I got a really good uh, cybersecurity writer, a technical writer, right? And by four o'clock, I was already interviewing the person. And the next day we were uh, sending out a job offer. Um, it's not always that quick. Um, so don't, don't, don't take what I'm saying as this is how the standard, it just, if you work with me, um, that's what I try to do, right? If I don't have that seat filled, especially if it's a cybersecurity related job, um, I'm at a higher risk of, uh, penetrations, whatever it is, right? So there's, there is a reason why that person is being paid for 40 hours worth of work, right? So that's how I look at it whenever it comes to hiring. Um, so getting back into Derek, right? So what what's really cool about this Derek uh, with uh, Indeed is they have clearance type. So if you hold a TSSCI, top secret, secret, whatever it is, so you can go right into it. So I'm gonna go out on a limb and say you have a TSSCI, right? So this will give you a quick thing, right? So Fleet Cyber Command, um, Cyber Cloud Technologies, right? So three days ago. Um, the cybersecurity assessor job opened up, right? 
Now, what I don't uh, look at that PC tech. So, so we were talking about Jacobs, right? This job doesn't even exist, right? This shouldn't even be here, but Indeed keeps its own profile. So what I, what I caution when people look at Indeed is always look at that 30 plus days ago, right? There's a good chance that that job, when you apply to it, goes to nothing, right? So if you apply to this job right now, uh, good chance that will go into a pool of candidates for me. Um, I have about 15 PC techs. When that job opens up, I'll, uh, my uh, HR will look out and say, hey, we have a pool of, of talent. And then we would engage with that conversation at that point, right? Um, so same with senior PC taxi. And I, I don't know why Indeed does that though, right? So you have all these 30 plus days. So here's two days ago, fifth generation fighter program management. I don't think that really works, right? And then I don't think he wants to get back into the uh, Navy. <laughs> um, so. Not, not a lot of jobs that state TSSEI. So let's go into just jobs in general, right? So let's see, um, 30 plus days ago, technical support specialist and motion hosting, no. Trying to find something that is a big name. All right, let's just go with uh, IT help desk specialist. This might not be the exact job um, that you're looking for. I just know super systems and I'm just going to show you like the, the steps. This is going to help everyone, right? So let's say IT help desk specialist, All right? So here, here's this. They're saying the pay range 2023 20, an hour. That's not always accurate. That's just what that's the potential, right? So boom, apply, right? Then um, and I'm hopefully I can share this next screen. Um, actually, I'll just open it up. You can go on LinkedIn and I want to add it back to that tab. And of course I can't add that. Am I, am I sharing my LinkedIn uh, feed right now, Renee? No, you're just sharing um, a tab, the IT help desk specialist tab. All right, hold on one second. Okay. Um, I guess uh, switch screens. Creation window. All right, so, all right, so you should see my LinkedIn right now, right? Do you see my LinkedIn? Yes. All yes. Right. Okay. Sorry. No, no worries. No worries. So. So now we're going to say recruiter, uh, super systems, right? So IT recruiter, super systems, Inc., right? So what I like to do, since I have a lot of people on my LinkedIn, I click on people, I click on connections, I click on first, right? So director of recruiting at super systems, IT recruiter at super systems. So here is Chris. Uh, from Super Systems Inc., who should have this job opening right now. And what's really cool is I'm already connected to him. I can say hi to him right now and say, hey, I got this really good guy um, that's really interested in uh, your job. Or what I can also do is say um, share profile. Copy that. And then 
and comments. Um, I guess I can't do comments. But you get the draft, right? So Chris at IT, as IT recruiter at Supersystems Inc. Um, he has his job posting on, on uh, Indeed. You can, if you're a first connection with me right now, you can send him a uh, connection. Um, hopefully he accepts it, of course. And then you can send him a direct link to it and say, hey, are you currently uh, opening open for this position? I, I applied to it. Um, let me know what the next steps are. Um, so that's what's really uh, cool about that. I'll go back to my other screen, right? So, um, application, right? So, did that kind of did that kind of help you, uh, Derek? Um, show like, hey, that, I mean, that's a broad range of how to uh, do the search engine, and then how to actually do the LinkedIn. But um, you did the search, you found a company, you found a job within the company, and then you also found a recruiter at that company. So you went from not knowing anything about anything in the Norfolk, Virginia area to within minutes, you're applied to that job. Awesome, awesome. All right, who wants to be next? Because I'm, I'm going to go through LinkedIn, I'm going to go through Dice, and then I'll, I'll, I'll do LinkedIn very last of this um, to show that, you know, the correlation of why some of these, why I always say do a few search engines, right? And one one last thing on that piece also is not only do you do these search engines, what companies are in that location, right? I, I, I can't tell you how many times someone's like, what do you mean there's an IT job at a bank that's in cybersecurity? Well, they, they want to protect their money. I'm pretty sure they have cybersecurity folks working in the banks. Same way with telecommunications, um, electricity grids, oil and gas, everything, right? So if, if it's a major company, there's a good chance that they have an IT or a cyber-related job at that company. Justin, do you want to try with um, Dennis again with the remote to see what's yes. going on? Yes, all right. Okay. Remote's going to be fun. This is always fun. I yeah. I'm always interested in remote, right? Um, I can't tell you how many people always ask me about it pre-COVID, post-COVID, or during COVID. I'm trying to get the post, okay? I've tried. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, yes, yes. All right. So let's do senior cybersecurity analyst um, in here. So let's do dice. All right. So let's let's do this and then uh, telework. Okay, so telework doesn't even show up. So let's see does remote work. Let's see what, nope, not remote Oregon. Oh, this shows you like in just this. Um, so yeah, promote only, there we go. So what's cool about DICE is they're, they're giving you that option. Um, that it says remote only, right? So right away, you can say senior cybersecurity analyst, remote only. Now, this is a, a pretty big tech website, right? So, but I'm only finding 39 jobs for senior cybersecurity analysts. So let me see if there's anyone that kind of like sticks out to me as like a big, big brand name, things of that nature, right? Um, Marco Polls.
All right, I think let's go to the next page. I was hoping to find like Dell or someone that um, kind of like sticks out. Um, so not a lot of big name companies um, are listed on here. Goddess Nations. All right, so let's just go back to um, Experius. Senior Medical, nope. Because we said Senior Cybersecurity Analyst, Senior Cyber. All right, so let's just do this Tricom tele Technical Services, right? So this literally was posted yesterday. So we go in here. Um, and the pay range is not always accurate because that's not really that. Some companies can post that and some companies like Dice will just say, hey, cybersecurity should pay that, right? That, so so just be cautious when you see things like this on you know these big company websites like this that that might not always translate properly right so what's cool about this about dice is they have a recruiter on here so they have a doug washington who is a recruiter for this right so tricom technical services i'm going to do a quick search on uh linkedin so give me two seconds you're going to see my screen and hopefully i'll find i'll find it uh, And again, like I said, if you're our first connection already with me, um, all, everyone that's on that I'm showing you right now um, is um, just one link away uh, from you. So connections, first connections. Oh, I have one uh, in Kansas. Um, so I did, I did find one person in Kansas. Um, and let me show that real quick. Not good having one window. <laughs> um, so stop sharing that. And I'm going to screen share this application. And again, like I said, uh, so uh, I'll first connect. So the person that was asking about that remote job, um, you can reach out to her. Um, if she's a second connect, send an invite and then attach a message along with it and copy and paste that job, right? So what's really good about this job, though, it opened up 16 hours ago. So you may be one of the first people actually applying uh, for that position. Um, so that, that's what's really uh, what I would really say is probably the best, right? Because when we were going back into that 30 plus day thing, there's a good chance that that's already a shut down uh, job posting. Yeah. You're right, Justin. Anything that's like has been around for a really long time. They likely either have a, a lot of candidates, especially if you're looking on LinkedIn, if you see them on LinkedIn, um, LinkedIn can tell you how many people have applied. So yep. since we're all, most of us are here from LinkedIn, I don't see anybody at all from YouTube making any comments. Um, when you check out that LinkedIn section where the jobs are, they can tell you how many people applied. And if you see to Justin's point, 800 or a thousand people, you just wanna keep looking at the fresher, the newer positions. Um, another thing I would add, Justin, I don't know if you said this already while I was trying to corral these kiddos in the background, um, is people can reach out to recruiters or if they know or think they know who the hiring manager may be to just see if the position was closed. Sometimes the positions are still open um, after a couple months. Sometimes they are filled. Sometimes they're not. And you can reach out and say, hey, I'm just checking to see if this is a position that's still open. 
But that's another way to really connect with recruiters without, quote unquote, asking um, for the job. Yeah. And that's the thing, too, is like it's like if you see that PC tech opening here um, in Norfolk, right, and you applied to it, um, good, I would say probably 10 out of 10 times, you're never going to get that uh, phone call back from anyone uh, because the recruiter is not even interested in that job posting, right? Yes. When the job opens back up, they're going to say, hey, Indeed has this, um, DICE, all these candidates applied, you know, a month ago, two months, three months ago uh, for that position. So a lot of times is, you know, that recruiter might be recruiting for, say, 10, 20, 30 positions. They're only going to have so much time to focus on um, a small snip of it. So for me personally, uh, whenever I talk with my recruiting team, I give them a list of this is the most uh request a job that I need and then filter it down. If you can't, some of the stuff at the bottom may only get a, a few minutes of their time, right? So mm -hmm. if I need a network engineer, hey, that's what I really, really want you to, you know, uh, hit the ground running looking for. Um, if it's a mobility specialist, uh, maybe that's not as a big need, right? Um, so that, that's kind of how like I look at it. And uh, I wanted to share that with the uh, audience. Yeah. I also want to share from a recruiter perspective from someone who has worked on both sides. So I've been internal in companies, still work internally in some companies um, as a consultant and externally. And um, recruiters tend to look at recruiters tend to look at um, if they have a ton of positions, it's definitely going to be a struggle. So, you know, don't look for a response back. Hopefully, if you interview, you'll get a response. Um, but if you have not interviewed, you likely will not get a response back from a recruiter. So you just want to keep moving on and continuing on until you find something um, in someone to respond back to you. Um, I just had the question about the uh, what about remote cybersecurity internships? I would I would caution again. Um, I would look at major companies that say Microsoft, Dell, IBM, some of your like say top 100 companies inside the IT cybersecurity field. And I would reach out directly uh, with them and say, um, or even look at different job postings and say, hey, what is potentially open for, you know, a graduate of uh, cybersecurity? I have a you know, bachelor's in cybersecurity. I'm currently looking to telework, you know, this summer. And that that and go and go from there, right? So having that conversation with those companies is very vital, um, and LinkedIn, you know, gives you that option. And um, speaking of LinkedIn, right? So what I'm going to show next, um, it will be actually my LinkedIn and junkyard. Um, I don't know if I'm sharing it though. Renee, are you back? Can someone let me know if I'm sharing my my LinkedIn or not? I'm thinking. I'm. Yes, you're sharing. You're, okay. All right. Perfect. <laughs> All right. All right. Perfect. All right. So back back on LinkedIn, right? And uh, we will also post my uh, my link to my profile. And like I said, definitely connect with me. Uh, I did reach out to LinkedIn. Uh, they put a temporary ban on my account because I was connecting to too many people again. Um, so. <laughs> Trying try to limit me being permanently banned, uh, but I'll definitely uh, uh, accept the connect today. And like I said, there's thousands of recruiters that you're going to be instantly second uh, connected to, and you can uh, message them, you can send invites to them, all that. So it's really, really good to have a connection to me 
um, and then the share that connects, right? So um, going back into this, right? So what I what I like is work, right? So jo uh, job searching, right? So um, of course, at the very top, they have jobs, right? So let me see. Um, Renee, can you let me know someone that has asked for another job that's... Uh... Yes. Yep. Um, there was... Go up because what I like about LinkedIn and what Renee was talking about is it's going to give you a lot of information uh, that a lot of these other sites, uh, quite frankly, don't give you. So Reginald Holmes, wait, let me see. Derek was here. Clarence Vereen was looking for. Or do you want to do Philip Wells? He is a cybersecurity PM in Maryland. Okay, cybersecurity. Uh, program manager. And, mm -hmm. All right, so I'm going to just do Maryland as a whole, right? So what's interesting, and uh, so I'm I'm in program management, right? Um, what you're going to notice is sometimes it's cybersecurity, sometimes it's IT, uh, sometimes it's a Mac uh, mixed bag, right? So um, uh, Mantech, for instance. So what you have to look at is what does it tell you? Um, what experience is it looking for you to have, um, that nature, right? Um, and then one of the biggest things always is, you know, what clearance, right? So if you're looking in Maryland, Norfolk, Virginia, uh, near some uh, major Army, Navy, Air Force bases, um, good chance when you're looking for jobs like that, you're going to find really quickly the companies um, that require clearances. So Mantech probably has a website, right? So you can go to the Mantech's website and see a more updated list. So this might not be perfect, um, but at least gives you something to, to look at, right? And from my perspective, unless I'm looking at it wrong, let me go to the next one. Um, so it looks like only five applicants had applied to that, only seven to that one. And um, so, so we were talking about cyber, right? So one thing that stuck out to me just now is ARC Federal says, hey, I, we have a cyber program manager opening. There's zero applicants. Literally no one's applied to this job. I don't know why, but no one's applied to this job, right? What's really, really interesting about LinkedIn is I can see my active connections at that company, right? So I'm connected with the human resource director, um, the corporate recruiter, everything, right? So Tracy, if you're connected with me, and like I said, send the connection, you could uh, reach out to her through invite and then also message her saying, hey, uh, Tracy, um, paste the link uh, to this job. Um, I recently applied to this job. Um, can you let me know what the next steps I can take um, to, uh, to interview for this position? Um, have a nice day, that type of thing, right? So like that that puts your name at the top of their list now of someone that's actively applying. So if you just hit that apply button, yes, you might get the job job interview. You might not, but this is another step that you can take towards uh, getting that job interview, right? So, and like I said, you can go down this whole list and um, find you know that position in Maryland for a cybersecurity program manager. Again, like we were saying earlier, the um, and I'll go back to that job posting again. Share screen. Um, when when you're looking at jobs, 
you want to make sure you're kind of not narrowing it down too much. Um, so we go back in here and um, we're going to put cybersecurity uh, program manager. Right. Now, cybersecurity doesn't even show up with, with this search engine, but an information technology program project manager does. So the company might list it as that or a computer information system manager or something similar. And you may be majority of your work actually dealing with cybersecurity. So I always caution um, when you put in search, uh, uh, different search engines will have different outputs, right? So IT manager will give you this. But if I put in cybersecurity manager, it gives me this, right? So I always say broaden your search and add some keywords to your search. Um, to potentially find those positions that may not have been listed properly um, for what you're looking for. Perfect. Justin, do you want to go to the next person? Oh, uh, yes. Yeah. Are you done with Philip? Okay. Uh, Reginald Holmes II, Toledo, Ohio. Uh, what do we have in Toledo? Information security analyst. All right, so Toledo, Ohio. So again, like I said, uh, information security analyst, right? What did that actually net me? So in Toledo, Ohio, it's very slim. At least, let me backtrack. On Indeed, it only shows me two jobs. And this is where it becomes really, really uh, critical when you only see very few jobs um, with that search engine. Um, so let's say I go into uh, information technology, right? A more generic uh, job, right? Uh, opening. So now I have 81, right? So director of IT and cybersecurity didn't even show up. Um, IT help desk, project engineer, um, uh, service desk support analyst, um, but it, it, you get my drift. There's a lot of jobs there that when you only look for that particular uh, keyword, information security analyst, you're only netting two jobs. I mean, literally, that's all you're seeing, right? Um, so it shows you what um, other people looked for, uh, SOC analysts, uh, cybersecurity, et cetera, et cetera. So always say, hey, if you don't see what you find here, Always look at what all the people are searching for. And my one default is um, going with that uh, information technology as a generic holder because uh, uh, a good chance that's going to show up um, in a cybersecurity uh, job posting, right? Um, so, yeah, so going into that, right? So we were talking about uh, information security analysts. So let's see if we can find something with this search. All right. Information technology. Just looking, so information security administrator. So that I would say kind of, oh, and it's a remote, right? That's pretty cool, right? Ooh, that's a cool one. That's really good, right? I, I would say, uh, so Stafford uh, Technology um, is hiring 40 to 50 an hour. That's, again, like I said, I'd always caution what this is, um, especially if uh, it's not being hosted on that company's website, right? Um, but um, it gives you a quick breakdown of what this is, um, what you need, everything right there, right? So what I'm seeing is you don't have to have a clearance. So one thing I always caution people on, especially when they're when I'm working with them, is, hey, are you clear or non-clear, right? So nothing here 
yells out to me, you need a clearance, right? So this should be a, uh, a public job or you know privately held job, but a job that right right there, right? Don't always feel that you're uh, un underqualified when you see some job titles like you need to be CISO, you need to be CIS, you need to be CISM, because they put in Security Plus in there for a reason, right? So, um, and even if you don't have any of these certifications, that still doesn't say you can't have that job, right? Um, I've seen, I can't tell you how many people have certain jobs that have no certifications. Um, and, you know, it, it opens my mind, but at the same time, it shows that, hey, you can get to that without having that, you know, X certification, right? Well, I can add too that, yeah. you know, usually if you're in a non government contract situation, the experience trumps it all. Yes. So oh, yes. A, a leader, and you, you're a leader, Justin, yep. you hire candidates. Would you rather someone with a cert or someone who could actually do your job? <laughs> so, so that's the catcher, right? So inside the DOD, and that, that's why I'm, this is more for veterans, military right now, um, yeah. this conversation, well, what I'm about to say, and then it will lead more into what you said, right? Um, so for military government, it's a hard requirement, right? Um, for me to have my job right now, I need to have PMP. I have, was on a six-month waiver. So that's another thing. You can potentially get waivers. Um, but if it's DOD, IAT waivers, typically they don't give those out, right? So if you don't have, so you could be the craziest network engineer. You could come from Google. I don't, you've had 50 years of experience, whatever. Like you have all this experience, all this stuff. If you don't have that certification, I can't hire you to that position because you can't even access the system without that certification. So right. I'd say when you talk about government DOD related work, um, you have to have those DOD IAT level requirements. That's a hard no. Um, they, they, I won't even get that candidate to me, right? That could be the best candidate, best worker ever. They won't ever get to my in front of me because of that stoppage. Um, right. Just the same with the security clearance. But like you said, in the public in sector, private. in the public sector, private sector, the, the it's wide open. You show what you can do, right? So that certification doesn't have as much weight um, in, in that sector because you can actually show, hey, this is what I can do, right? Correct. Um, so Stafford Technology again, right? So let's see if I have someone from Stafford Technology um, that someone can connect with. So and like and like I was saying too, the um, I do harp on certs and only because of the whole DoD thing because I'll see so many people leave the service and then they're looking for that job. And, you know, I had to have a hard conversation with them and say, hey, I can't hire you um, because um, you simply don't have that requirement. You know, right. So it, it so kind that's, of, such a, that's such a valid point, because, you know, for for uh, for the private sector, it's completely different. So it's easy. Well, I won't say I, I can't tell which is easier to get into, but, you know, the easiest way to cover all bases is to get at least a cert. Um, start with one. Um, I don't believe, and you tell me if I'm wrong, Justin, that you need a ton of them. But no, no, I'm and and that's so plus, and then so, yeah, and I'll be honest, right? So I have Linux Plus. I haven't touched Linux in four and a half years. I would never ever apply to a job that requires Linux. You know, I would have to spend weeks, if not a month. 
uh, getting myself up to speed uh, on Linux again, right? Because I just have not really touched that in years, quite frankly. I did a little bit uh, through college, uh, but, you know, 2015, 2016, whenever I was uh, uh, on a warfighting ship that was ran by Linux, um, you know, I was really, really engaged in that. And that's why I got my Linux Plus, right? Because the cert was really easy to me because I was literally for 12 hours a day, I was inside the systems, right? I was building out things. I was c connecting things, you know, um, putting security patches in and so forth, right? So I would caution that sometimes a certification doesn't always equal a job, right? Um, but at the same time, I would always encourage for growth, right? So I would never say, hey, don't yeah. get a certification, but get one that aligns to your next job, right? So if Linux Plus doesn't align to your next job, don't get it. Um, if you're looking at uh, CASP, uh, CISM, CISP, and uh, I would say like someone that has CISP, they really don't need to have all their certs, right? That's your golden standard, right? Correct. Um, so they, and I don't know if this is still the case. I know at one point you needed approximately five years to even get that one, uh, five year, years of experience. And some people are coming in with that five years. Some people are not. But I know there's one that's like, a, CIS, a, a CISSP kind of with an asterisk. I can't remember what it means, but it's like you pass the test, but you don't have the- Yeah, so you're you're basically yet. interim, right? So you have the interim right. prior to the experience, right? So uh, I would say with like me, I have CISM, uh, PMP, right? Um, CISM, I had to have X amount of years of experience. Uh, PMP was the same way. Now I was E6 in the Navy. So if you're in the military, um, E5, E6, you've done stuff in your past that aligns to the, to what they're requiring, right? Um, so at least for the military side of the house, it, it's kind of a little bit easier to do stuff like that. Okay. Um, but when you go outside to a public sector, if you've been working IT help desk, it's it's hard to say, yes, you should have your CISP or CISM or PMP if you don't have any job, you've never touched anything. But here's the thing, you need PMP to get that job, but you need that job to get PMP. So it's, it's a catch-all. <laughs> Chicken for the eggs. It's always yep. the same experience for the job. You need the job for the experience. But the cool thing about nowadays is that, from especially from an experience perspective, is that you can create your own experiences, create your own labs at home. Do yeah, and, and that's what I would say. So if you're really, at least on the technical side of the house, uh, bug bounties, uh, malware analysts, uh, so forth, right? There's a lot of places out there that are already set up for you and you can get paid, right? If you can hack a Tesla, you can get you can get a Tesla, right? Um, there's so many things out there. I think uh, Apple had one recently that was like $200,000 for a bug bounty, you know, uh, for a critical vulnerability. So there's a lot of things out there that will pay you for, you know, the skills that you're building and doing, right? Um, so you can make personal labs at home that can get you into that whole mindset and have you on someone's radar like, hey, I hacked a Tesla. Oh, well, I want to hire you. <laughs> you know, Ford, in, Ford Motors might say, hey, we're looking to uh, the next Ford Mustang is going to be fully autonomous. All right. Well, I want to hire this person because uh, they did X, Y and Z uh, to Tesla. Right. Not legally. Let's 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 make sure we say the legal part. Right. Yeah. Uh, we're not unethical and anything of that nature. Awesome. 
Are we done with Reginald? Yeah, so I, I didn't find a person per se. Um, I did find people that worked there, um, but no direct uh, correlation to that one uh, position. But again, like I said, uh, it, it's remote. I'm pretty sure him and probably a few other people on here are probably applying right now uh, as we're talking. <laughs> um, I, I, I would very, very say yes, apply to that position. Uh, even if you don't have, you know, that SISM, CISO, SISP, Security Plus, because what, what they really put in there too is that preferred title, right? You know, they just say, hey, this is a requirement. This is what we prefer, right? Well, you get what you get. <laughs> so right. apply, see if you get the interview. <laughs> Good luck, Reginald. All right, so um, we are almost at an hour. So we, we want to do one more, Justin? Yeah, I'm going to do this uh, San Antonio, Texas uh, IT director. Um, I saw, I saw him. Uh, he laughed about it. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure he's already, he's, he's applying right now. He's on it. <laughs> Oh, um, all right. So I was going to do Shreya, but we can hold on. Anyone that's interested, Justin, are you coming back next weekend? Yeah. So I'm coming back next weekend. And what, what's even better, if you connect with me through LinkedIn, can you post my, okay, you did post my uh, LinkedIn page. Connect okay. with me on LinkedIn. Shoot me a quick message right now. Um, I'll help you today find a job. Flat out, right? Just send me the message. I'll do some of the work. And I'll send you some links and I'll send you some uh, recruiters to connect with that easy. 30 seconds of your life for five, 10 minutes of me doing a little bit of work and you potentially having that, that next job. Justin is amazing. I try to be. <laughs> All right. So, so let's go to IT director. Cause that's what I want to be whenever I grow up. Okay. Uh, sorry if I, if I, that, that's just how I always say it whenever I, uh, I'm looking for that next position. Right. So director of information technology, uh, health company. Uh, health place, right? So what I would kind of caution sometimes is, um, and you probably can speak more to it, Renee, when you're breaking into not only a uh, industry, um, also different types of companies, right? So this, um, that could be a, a hospital, for instance, right? They might be looking for someone that has 10 plus years of health related uh, experience, right? So let's click on this link. Um, so they want to be a director of uh, information management access right so let's see what they say um so five years of people leadership 10 years of technology management they don't say anything in here see this cell phone idm so if you have this experience you ha you probably have a leg up on you know some other of the uh applicants right so there's nothing in here that really yells out that hey we want you to have a healthcare background right uh, but I would be cautious that sometimes when you're looking for jobs like this, they have healthcare backgrounds. Um, I would agree. Real, yep. And just real quick, um, as you're applying for these positions, and this was a topic I'm, I'm going to go really, really in depth with uh, next Saturday. When you look at these job postings, put this in your in your resume. Look, identity identity management access. Have you touched that? What what education do you have on it? What 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 experience do you have? If you have something in that, copy, paste that into your resume, and speak towards it. Let the recruiter say, this is the golden person. We're hiring this person today, right? Put stuff in there that aligns to what you know and what you've done, right? Um, if it's something about policies for organizations, but always, always look at these, I would say you would always edit your resume prior to applying, always. Even Sorry. if it's a few words, always. So if like, say, like I said, Renee, the, 
So this sell point IDM, let's say your resume never had that in there, but you had that experience. Well, now add that to that resume. Yeah, go ahead. I just wanted to add that I put in a, um, a website into the chat called jobscan.co. And what's fantastic about this website is that you can put your website in and you, I mean, I'm sorry, you can put your resume in and you can put your, uh, the job description in and it will tell you where you fit, how, how, um, what percentage of your resume aligns to the job. And so it's one of these awesome tools that you can use to, to your point, what Justin said is literally when I used to do resumes way back in the day, that is exactly what I would do. I would take the verbiage. I would ask the person, have you done this? I would take three or four or five different job descriptions um, because I'm, 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 a, I'm not a huge proponent of creating a new resume for each job. I just like to, if you're, if you're going after one input, one job in particular, like this, just, this director of information technology to try to put as many of those keywords in that one resume. So you don't have to take the time to keep doing them over and over again. But what I would do is literally take these um, uh, three or four job descriptions, have the person kind of circle or highlight every time they saw something that they did and take that information, literally copy and paste that verbiage and put it into the resume and then speak to it in your own words. So he's absolutely right. In on the back end of LinkedIn, there's an algorithm. In these hacking systems, there are algorithms and the people who have the best resumes pop to they rise to the top. So when Justin talks about the jobs that have 800 or 1000 resumes, most people aren't really going through 800 or 1000 resumes. No. No. Most recruiters are <laughs> going through all those resumes. Both hiring managers are not. I was talking to a hiring manager. I think I was talking to somebody um the folks at Federal Career Connection, he, uh um Alex Harrington last week was this week was talking about how he went through 400 resumes and I was like, "Whoa. That never typically never happens for a job." In any event, usually the top 20, the top, you know, 10 resumes get moved into a, a, you know, get put on a hiring manager's desk. So you want to be in that top batch. You, you just want to make sure that your resume aligns to that top, uh, that top group. So go ahead, Justin. Uh, I was about to say, uh, so I pretty much about to wrap it up. Right. Um, so what, what I really say is, you know, first and foremost, send that connection invite. You, you see it in chat. Uh, copy paste that. Uh, send me an invite. Say hi. Um, this is the job titles, uh, uh, locations, and then I'll do some scrubbing and send you some information back. Right. So that's first thing. Next thing is um, once I send you it, apply. Just just apply. Oh, I don't think I I qualify for this. Oh, I don't think this. Just take that out and just apply. So me getting out of the Navy, I, I had a phone call, right, with uh, Jacobs Engineering. I didn't even know who the, the Jacobs Engineering was. I'm going to be honest, right? Didn't know, right? But I got a call and said, hey, you want to be an IT manager? I was like, yes, that's what I want to be doing. I didn't apply to the job yet. I didn't even know about the job. But I had a I had a phone conversation with a recruiter. And, you know, a year and some change later, I've, I've hired about 25, 30 candidates. I've uh, scrubbed probably about three, 400 resumes. Um, for Jacobs, and I've, I've um, actually had people uh, get hired on to Jacobs and to other companies uh, through, you know, all of the stuff that I've done on LinkedIn and so forth. So definitely, definitely reach out to me. 
Um, I, I, I'm glad that Renee did do this today. Uh, she said Saturday a few days ago, and she meant next Saturday. <laughs> um, so thank you, Renee, for hosting so this. No, thank you. I wanted to do it if I wanted to kick off Cyber Awareness Month with you next week. I, I yeah. do Cyber Awareness Decade, all right? <laughs> right. That's it. You just, you just got me there faster. It's all good. So thank you so much, Justin, for making this happen. Um, I am so, so, so appreciative of you. And I know so many people are, you've been doing just amazing things, helping veterans and non-veterans get into opportunities and get into the industry. And we cannot thank you enough for the work that you've been doing. And you, you're just so selfless. Like you just give and give and give. And I really, really appreciate it. And I can tell the audience appreciates it. And, you know, folks continue to reach out to Justin. He is... Um, I have 15 Amazing. new invites, so um, oh, yeah, I got I got a little work today and tomorrow. So. <laughs> right, he might not be able to accept yet. Maybe in a day or two. Yeah, maybe a day before LinkedIn shuts them down. Um, so uh, is there any other way for folks to connect with you though, Justin? Is it? No, just I, I would say yeah. So I'd say LinkedIn would be the quickest, fastest way. Uh, it's a great platform. I I, I love LinkedIn to be honest. Okay. Uh, it's a quick platform, a quick way to communicate. Uh, and uh, about LinkedIn real quick, a little small plug for it. Tailor your LinkedIn. Spend 30 minutes tailoring your LinkedIn to what you want to be doing, right? Um, don't just have a generic LinkedIn and be like, all right, I'm good. Add your search, add your education, add add stuff to it. So when a recruiter's in there doing their little, oh, I'm looking for this IT director in this location, and, you're, and your profile doesn't show up, you need to tweak it for it to show up. Yeah, that is very, very true. Recruiters do keyword searches. All of LinkedIn is just one big recruiting tool. They're back there behind the scenes doing those um, keyword searches. And Justin is absolutely right. The person with the most keywords wins, period. It sucks. It's horrible. It just is what it is. So you may have phenomenal people that just don't have the keywords on there and they're just going to get ranked lower. And you can have people who are not as great, but they know how to, to work that system and hack, quote unquote, hack the applicant tracking system and they get popped up to the top. And those are the folks that get the interviews. Yeah, talking talk about that. Yeah, talking about the hack real quick is uh, well, I've, I've seen the meme uh, several times of like, hey, uh, how did you get this job interview? And the, the people are interviewing the candidate. They're like, well, I hacked into your system and I put my name for you to interview me today. <laughs> oh, you got the job. <laughs> You worked it out. You figured a way. Yeah. It. All right. Awesome. Well, everyone, this is Justin's LinkedIn profile. If you don't connect with him or if for some reason you can't connect with him, feel free to connect with me. Most of you probably already connected with me or else you wouldn't be here. Um, but feel free. And then, you know, I'll do the connection and we'll see you back again next Saturday at 1 p.m. Awesome. Right. 1 p.m. Eastern. All right. Thanks so much, Justin. And thanks everyone for coming to Breaking Into Cybersecurity. See you, see you next time. Bye. In the rapidly evolving world of cybersecurity, your business needs a guide that's as dynamic as the threats you face. CPF Coaching LLC delivers unparalleled expertise to elevate your cybersecurity startup or business. 
with a decade and a half of specialized experience. We're not just advisors. We're your strategic partners in growth and risk mitigation. Our tailored advisory services range from immediate hourly guidance to comprehensive three or six month packages, all supported with encrypted messaging for real-time assistance. For more information, cpfcoaching.com is your destination. Forge a path to success and distinction in the cybersecurity landscape. Connect with CPF Coaching LLC today and secure your business's future.